The Bostonian versus the book is being brought to you by our friends at MalinLabeCigars.com. Malinlabe cigars are premium cigars. Each cigar is a true Puro, 100% organic Cuban leaf binder and filler cigar with a 15 Habano wrapper. These cigars are always produced in small batches, and once they are gone, they're gone. Right now, as an introductory offer to the brigade, Malinlabe has a four-pack cigar sampler assortment on sale for just $75. All four are premium cigars that are sure to define the luxury experience you would come to expect. Malinlabe also offers for single barrel bourbon maple whiskey and amazing coffee that can be combined to make a wonderful gift box if a brigade member buys a set cigars, coffee, and whiskey. Mall and Labe will include whiskey glasses, coffee mugs, and a decorative ashtray to complete the experience. Log on to mallandlabecigars.com. That's M-O-L-O-N-L-A-B-E cigars.com. Or check out the link on the BVB Discord channel at bvbshow.com. Mall and Labe Cigars, the premium cigar for those with discerning tastes. The Bostonian is Matt Perrault. This is our f- city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered! You covered 12! Covered. Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. Welcome into the Wednesday episode of the Bostonian versus the book. Dave Sherpin and Matt Peralt live on Twitter, live on YouTube. And yes, Dave, the YouTube gets fired on its own. I don't fire the YouTube. You say to me, fire YouTube. Fires on its own when we go live. That's how this thing works. Double checking, making sure you got a lot of tabs open. You got a lot of things happening. This is true. I want to make sure when I'm looking at the chat, rallying these people up. It goes. It's all delayed. It's all on. It's not like instantaneous type stuff. It's, it's all going close. through the it's world. Ding, right. ding, 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 ding. Sure. Sports Grid, how are you on the replay? Welcome in if you're just joining us. If you've not been with us live before, mm. come on in. The live chat's a lot of fun. We started mm. about 11, 15, 11 o'clock Pacific time, 2, 2, 15-ish as we call it, each and every single day. Today's a big day, Okay. Reason yes. why we're on a little bit later than normal is because we are trying to figure out the giveaway that we're going to be doing for oh. circa June 8th, June 9th. Full details, top of the show. So don't move on this. Yeah. Subscribe to this YouTube channel if you have not done so before. If you're watching yes. on Twitter, come on over to the YouTube channel and subscribe because that's going to be a component to how you can win a two night stay at Circa Sports, two passes to our show into stadium swim Thursday, Friday and transportation VIP transportation from the airport to circa sports. Before we get to that, how are you on this Wednesday? <laughs> I'm good, man. Um, went to the baseball game last night. Saw the aviators. Uh, it was the longest game in the history of baseball, four hours and 10 minutes. It was, I think, the final score was 16 to 13 or 15 to 14, oh something my. like that. I don't know. It was insane. Um, what was I it made like? some friends there. At, so it was at, good. The weather was nice, right? Perfect. I don't know what's going. We have Chamber of Commerce weather. I went, I went running this morning, and I was like, this is unreal for the 31st of May. I did the same thing. I went out for the morning walk and shot the Pirates video, and I was like – 
this can't be. Like right. it's, I looked, it's like, it's May 31st. We got a lot to talk about today on the show. We got a, this giveaway and all this other stuff. And I actually opened the weather app because I was like, this, it, I was just in Seattle. It feels the same. It was 73 degrees this morning. Right. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> Did you like their logo? Do you like the aviators? I like the colors. I don't like the guy. You don't like the guy? I'm a fan of the guy. But the, the bug? I Yeah, I, I picked up uh, a couple uh, game-used jerseys last really? night. Yeah, they were they were wow. getting moving some moving some merch and uh saw a guy who who recognized me from other appearances on MLB network and we started talking and he's like, you know, they're they're getting rid of some stuff. You should go down there. Big score, big score. Don't tell my wife. Oh. We're in the car. I didn't even bring him in the house yet. <laughs> that's good. Wow, that's cool. Him. Yeah, I I I like the colors a lot. I love the ballpark. We'll get to the ballpark oh, conversation a bit great. later in, 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 the, in, in the show because it's a it's a wild thing that's happening with the projections that are being put forth for what this team is going to draw here in Las Vegas if the A's actually do, <laughs> do move here. But, I, I mean, when the weather – I can't is, wait to talk about that because you put that in the rundown and I read the story and I'm like, you think they're coming, but they sound like they're selling a load of caca to all these people. Well, they always do. That's what every team that moves does. The Raiders did too. Every team that moves. No one no one in the markets that these teams move to, it doesn't benefit the markets. It benefits the teams first and foremost. Okay. They're the ones who are well, trying that's to. That's clear. Yeah, that's clear. I mean, okay. the Raiders got a sparkling $2 billion stadium built. It's helped our market. We needed it. It's been great. Yeah. But I mean, like, the Raiders got a sweetheart deal. The yes. A's are looking for a sweetheart deal. That's yes, what they, they want. Yes. And I mean, it's one of those things where it's like, it doesn't hurt to ask if they're going to say yes, then okay. <laughs> like the, the worst thing they'll tell you is no. And then you got to figure out what, whether or not you want to actually do a deal. But you know, what they're telling lawmakers is quite, Interesting. Pinocchio is, you know, is, is envious of the of the lies being told here by <laughs> by what the aides are going to do in Las Vegas. But these people need listing glasses for that. Do they I ever, got them right friend. here? Do they? Do they yeah. ever? My goodness gracious! So yeah. there, there's some. Well, we'll have some fun today on a Wednesday. It's, yeah. it's one of those. We're about to hit June. June. How do you feel about the month of June, sports wise? I love it. The Stanley Cup. Yeah, see, I'm we just got not, NBA finals. Everyone says we got all baseball, baby. I love it. So, do you like June more than July? I do. See, I the do. reason why I don't is because after July 4th, it's football season. Oh, God. We so, this? once we get past July 4th, what are you talking about? It's, it is. It's football season. So, June no, is no what? football. It is. So, Although we do have the cup finals and we do have the NBA finals and we do have baseball. I don't like June. June is December. June is the end of the sports calendar. And I don't love it. I think you're completely incorrect. I love July. July gets you revved up. You got the all-star game. It's the first month of the new sports calendar. July is beach time. Is, is is it is, but is, it's also is, hype time. It's is, time camps open up, you know, college that's camp. August. No, that's end of July. College campuses, college kids, there's games in the in the middle of August, late August, middle of August. There's college football games that happen in August. So July you count is count week zero is like real. 
I do, of course. Can I bet on it? Oh. Of course it's real. <laughs> if I can bet on it, it's real. Do, do, the, do the wins count? By betting team totals, do the wins count? Week zero? Yes, 100%. And there's actually like week zero and zero. Like there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of games going on mean, in August. It's a double zero like a roulette wheel now? It's just the games are all being played in, like it's not like a week in terms of like a Saturday. They're playing on Thursdays and Fridays. And yeah, I mean, it's college football has figured it out get going before Labor Day weekend, allow the NFL to have Labor Day weekend, and you take everything before it. Kids go on campus in late July. College kids show up. They start practicing to get ready for the year. Oh, oh. And that's fun. I love that. That that's July is, I love hype season. Hype season is so much fun. It's so blah. I can't stand hype season. <laughs> I love it. Just give me the games. <laughs> Yeah, you care about the games. I like the hype. The hype's fun. And so that's why I don't like June because June is the ending of everything. Ted Lasso ended last night. Marvis, Mrs. Maisel. You ended. and these shows, you succession all these shows. You're oh. getting people all riled up. I talked oh, to I someone it. else. That, that was, I don't know. With I, your people, boy Peralt. They love top 10 lists. People love top oh. 10 lists. You do a top 10 list. It's literally, you know, when they figured out that people and give Colin Cowhart tip of the cap because he figured it out early in sports radio that people just can't help themselves. It's like cats when it comes to little laser pointers, like they can't stop looking at your top 10 list and commenting and arguing. And I had some guys with 250,000 followers tweeting at me. <laughs> it was wild. It was, it was awesome. I was like, All right, this is nothing. I can tweet a game pick left and right, but I talk about what should be the number one show of all time and people lose their minds. They did lose their minds. I was getting texts about, your Ted top 10 list. Are you I'm kidding me? Game. Going, People need to get a God darn life. Really? Yeah. <laughs> what is going yeah. on? They're yeah. actually upset that I think that Mad Men's the best show ever. Oh no. Succession's not that good. I mean, people get all, all angry. Oh, oh, it's, 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 it's a good show. Billions is a better show. People get all mad about that. Billions oh. is better than succession. People go, <gasps> cause it just ended. There are so many big plot holes in succession. There's so many questions that are left unanswered. There's so many things glossed over on that show. Do you show. like that? No, I don't like it at all. Oh, you need I, it tied up? I like shows that are well-written and well-thought out. That's why Ted Lasso bombed last night. If you haven't seen it, I won't tell you what happens, but the finale spoiler of Ted alert. Lasso... It was a spoiler alert. No, it, I mean, it's just my opinion of it. You, you can watch it and have a totally different read on it. I love Ted Lasso. I love that show. I was so I was like, how are they going to end this? Because it's a story that wasn't over and they rushed it because Jason Sudeikis and a couple other people were like, we're done. We're not doing this anymore. Like we've, we're good. Right. And so the writers were like, Oh no, how do we end this? And they rapidly wrapped it up and they, they left so many questions. They left, you know, three or four different spinoff potential shows from it. You know, it, it was, it was one of the worst finales in the wake of what we saw because Mrs. Maisel was unbelievable the way that they did it. It was one of the best finales I've ever seen, the way that they ended that show. Tied up every loose end, told the, the whole story. Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. You would like it. It's really, it's really cool. It's got a lot of it's got it's about a female comic who is a housewife in the 50s, who then turns into one of the biggest comics in the world. And it's so well written. Rachel Brosnahan is unbelievable in that movie, in that show. And people like go, oh, I'm telling you, watch it. The writing, the directing, the, the everything, the editing is such, it's an amazing show. And the way they ended it, ended it was how you want it to be done. Six Feet Under 
had a very similar way of doing it where like they killed everybody off at the end. They fast forwarded all their lives and showed you how they all died, like 50 years in the future, how they all died. So you felt some closure to the story. This is the thing. You need closure. Oh, for finales, yes. From a character that I invest time, which is my most valuable thing, I want closure. I want some type of ending that's going to be satisfactory. I mean, people are freaking out at the end of Succession. I don't know. I thought thought the ending was fine for Succession. It was actually pretty predictable how it was going to end. And I think it ended probably the right way it should have ended. People were mad about it, but I'm, I'm okay with it. The worst ending ever was The Sopranos, which is my second favorite show of all time. Why was that such a bad ending? You don't remember what happened? I, of course I remember what happened. Why was you didn't it bad? Punch your, you didn't punch your TV? No. I, I, oh. I thought my TV went out. What just happened? I what, lost what happened? My, I lost And I was like, mind. wait, the show just ended? It's a black screen? That's it? What now, happened? In, ret- in retrospect, it's brilliant. Genius. Genius. It's absolutely. But in real time, <laughs> it was... In real time, I was shaking the remote. I was, I was, what's going on? How could the TV go out right now? I jumped up and screamed and oh. was like, oh, what just happened? What? Yeah. I, I literally yelled at the girl that I was dating. What did you do? <laughs> and she was like, her? what do you mean? I go, you sit on the, you, you sat on the remote. You had to sit on the remote. I go, I go well, how did you? She's like, I didn't do anything. The remote's right there. What are you talking about? Oh. I was like, how did that just happen? Like, how did this just happen? And I had to go and like, I, I was so irate, but it was brilliant in the moment. Brilliant. Cause everybody Talking lost about their minds later. Yes. It was absolutely brilliant. The way that it ended. I absolutely loved it. It was, not, that was yeah. it, right? That was it. Oh, I've watched Tony got, Tony got whacked. That was it. It was over. You think, but we don't know. What do you we mean? think that's the, that's the, the theory, plot. right? That's, well, yeah, they've never, They've never actually fully confirmed. They don't need confirmed to. They can keep right. talking. It's like college football. They can keep <laughs> arguing about it for years. It is perfect. It keeps the show alive. Oh, uh, I mean, the show is the show is timeless. I mean, Sopranos is just it's so it's so good, and so many cool things happened yeah. in that show that are that are over the years. Did you like the just, Seinfeld finale? I did. Yeah, I did. I, I, Seinfeld is one of my favorite shows of all time. People argue about Curb, your enthusiasm versus Seinfeld. And that's why I have a tough time with Curb because even though Larry David's tremendous and I love him, he did it better when he was writing about it versus him acting in it. Seinfeld's a better version of Curb. And so like, mm-hmm. I love Seinfeld. The ending, that show was about nothing. So it should have ended like that because the show was about nothing. Right. And so the ending was the ending was nothing. The ending was just we we kind of did drift away and you know we'd go on to go on to other things. Felt like there should have been more. That was one I remember going, this is it. Like I just have watched this show. But that's why I liked it though. I agree with years you. Of my life. But the whole show was like that though. The whole show I know, like, this, is it. This, just, is it. this is it. This is it. This is all it is. It's just that's, you know, it, it, it endings of shows that you give a lot of time to, and kids, you don't remember this, but like on Thursday nights when friends in Seinfeld were on, everyone. And I mean, everyone watched on Thursdays. Had to watch or you had to record it if you were going to be missing it because you had to know what to talk about on Friday. <laughs> the next day, was talking about it. about it on Friday. Yep. You had it to was, know. You had to know. If you didn't watch it, it was like, it was called must-see TV for a reason because everyone- it was great. It was only on live. There was no on demand. There was no, like, you know, put the series out. You could watch it at your own pace. There was none of that stuff. It was eight o'clock Thursday night. Eight, Absolute in eight thirty, watch. and you watched for that one hour. You and watch Cheers, being a Boston guy, top ten show for me. Cheers is 
unbelievable. Cheers is, you know, first show I ever really invested time into was Ted Danson's character. Amazing. Was watching that and and, and watching Sam Malone, the former Red Sox pitcher and the whole norm and like thinking to myself. Snap your fingers. Close the tab. What? This is you're, you're frozen again. Look at that face. Mikey Awesome's gonna get you there. We're back. Oh, he's back. Sorry. I don't know what's going on today. It's interesting. <laughs> I don't have that many tabs open today. Um you got the one with the video. You got the ESPN tab open. No, I do not. Guaranteed. No, I do not. I no? swear on my life, I do not. Seven and a half is the number of tabs right now. You got to open how many you got? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, and then the and then the other browser. So yeah. 11 total. That's <laughs> double digits is not, you can't ever say you don't have enough tabs or not that many tabs open when you have double digits. That's not, I mean, I've, I've had way more, by the way, I've had, I've had way more. Anyways, if you haven't watched the, the Ted, Ted Lasso, tell me my DMS are open. I want to hear from you guys about this because I need people's reaction to it. Cause I was so irate over it last <laughs> night. I was up late. So I was like, they blew it. They absolutely blew it. One of my favorite shows, and they rushed. So Maddie was sleeping, and you're getting mad about Ted Lasso. Oh yeah, because I watched. It was really kind of funny. So I watched. Um, I broke it up into two two parts, but I rewatched Maverick, Top Gun Maverick. Oh, I I liked Top Gun Maverick the first time I saw it. I loved it the second time. Great, better the second time. Yeah, I don't know why. I, I don't know because I was too like everyone Not because built you up. actually watched it and were focused for a change because sometimes you get very distracted with other things. So you were probably dialed in the second time. Really? No, good. I, I went to the theater to see it the first time I was in, a, I saw it in person in a movie theater. So I, I went and saw the big screen, everything else. So like I had more distractions watching it the second time than I did the first time on my phone and things and whatnot. But like, right. it was, I don't know. I, I just, I think I had lower expectations for, there he goes again with this frozen. Look at that face. Look at that. I froze again. Yeah. This is interesting because according to the internet, we have a, we have an excellent connection on the internet. I don't know, but that's you're back. Hmm, that's interesting. But I, so I, I had less distractions going on with that. Okay. So, so you enjoyed know. it the second time and then you watched Ted Lasso and you got yeah. angry. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was really mad. I was really mad at the ending of Ted Lasso. Mad, man. I thought it was weak, that it was rushed, forced, didn't type the loose ends, didn't answer any of the questions, didn't the last shot piss me off, the final frame piss me off. What's wrong with you? I get mad. If if I give that much time to shows and in, in, in how great Ted Lasso is, I mean, I I've I've got things on my wall here from that show. Cause I believe, cause there's so many interesting things about putting stuff up and the affirmation of seeing something every day and right. realizing and thinking positively. That show has got amazing life lessons in it. Amazing. I watch lessons. it. I watch it all at once. Oh, you'll love it. That is a, oh my gosh. Is that a Dave Sherapan show? Yeah. Ted Lasso is a, you will be, yes, a hundred percent. You will be in on Ted Lasso. Summer watch. That'll be a summer watch. Perfect. It's worth it. It, it. it completely is worth it. Okay. Speaking of summer, you guys have a chance to come and hang out with us on June 8th and June 9th at Circus Sports. All right. This is going to be an 11 to 1 Pacific time start. For those of you who are coming in, okay, we know a lot of you are coming in. Tell us you're coming in so we know 
how many people are going to be there, how much space we need. And for a lot of you guys who have been really doing big things, this is a way of us to, to say thank you, to get you in for free, give you guys some passes. You know, Mikey, awesome. We're taking care of you, buddy. Like, come on in, okay? SoCal DJ, come on, buddy. We're taking care of you. You know, people who have helped us, Sonic, if you want to come on up, come on up. We'll take care of you. Please. So we want to, it's a way for us to one, hang out with you guys for two days in a row, but two, also saying thank you, get you into the cabana that we're going to have and do the show and you can see what's going on for this. The added hook is this. Once you are in on June the 8th, you are in. Meaning when the Golden Knights viewing party begins at four o'clock, you're good. You're allowed to stay. We're going to lose the cabana because they're selling those things, obviously. Okay. So we won't be in the cabana anymore, but you will be in circus. You will be in circa. You will be in stadium swim. There's. We froze again. We're going to be in there. There's going to be people. Yes. You're going to be in to be able to watch the game in there. Go ahead. Continue. Okay. So, so we'll have that going on and I'm looking forward to seeing what's going to happen for, from, I mean, this is going to be, Game three of the Stanley Cup Finals. Mm-hmm. Cheerleaders, bands, chants, all this stuff. So oh. the whole day, I've just kind of blocked off the whole day. And so June 8th is going to be, if you're picking between what days you want to be coming to the event, I would say Thursday is Thursday the day you're going to want to be a part of it. Thursday, I mean, Friday too, you're in, you're in. Like, Correct. So once you get in with the pass, you're in for the day. As long as you, you're there, you won't right. have, we won't have the cabana the rest of the day, but the sights and sounds and chaos and noise is, it's pretty good boys and girls. Yeah. You're more than welcome to come. It doesn't matter. Um, I can't wait because we're going to see some familiar faces, hopefully right? guys that we've met in the past and have, not really taking the time to like do the show with or in front of, but they'll be there way for you guys to meet each other. And you get to watch game three of the Stanley cup in front of this biggest screen outdoors in Vegas. I don't want to jinx it with the weather, but I mean, I don't know. It feels like it's going to be pretty decent too. Bring we're in a weird buckets. Yeah. We're, we're in a very, advantageous weather pattern at the moment. Like if we get this type of weather, we get 85 degrees to be outside at stadium swim. Oh my. (laughs) So here is how you guys can win a two night stay at Circa sports. Two passes resort at the hotel at the resort. Yep. At Circa resort. You get a room at the hotel, downtown Las Vegas. It's the premier place down there. It's you get a gorgeous stay. Great and views of the strip, depending on what direction you're looking, either awesome mountain views or the pool or anything. Yeah, so it's, it's building you're on. It's very cool. Uh-oh. You will get a two night stay. You can pick which days. So if you want to come in Thursday morning, stay Thursday and Friday. That's cool. If you want to come in Wednesday, Wednesday afternoon, you want to stay for Thursday and Friday. That's totally your cool. Leave Friday night. However, you guys want to do it, you can pick. It's a two night stay. Circa will pick you up at the airport, and they will bring you. To Circa Sport, to Circa the Resort. And that big limo thing, something. But you have to get yourself here. Okay. That's the one hook. Transportation is your own. But right. it's you, you and a guest will be with us Thursday and Friday at Stadium Swim. 
You will be with whoever you're coming in here with or by yourself, whatever you want, but we'll take care of you guys for a two-night stay at Circa the Resort with ground transportation from the airport. How do you win? Here is how you're going to win. Dave came up with a three-strike baseball tier idea, which I love. Three things. The first is we're guessing you already do this. Do subscribe to this YouTube channel. Boston versus the book at Boston, the versus the book on Twitter. Okay. The at symbol at symbol. Okay. So it's youtube.com slash at Boston versus the book. You'd want to type it. As long as you're subscribed to this YouTube channel, there is number one. Number one. Easy. Number two, you must tweet and we don't care whatever, anything at Boston versus the book and at circus sports. Hashtag BVB brigade for extra credit. Okay. Put those three things on a tweet. We don't care what you do. Hi, Matt and Dave. I want to win Circa. I love Circa. I'm coming in. Whatever you want to tweet. We don't care what you tweet. Just you have to be tagging those three things on the tweet. And then finally, you must email us that you're coming. All right? Please. You must. You, we you we can't give this to somebody and then you not show up. Please. Like, That's we, the worst thing. Yeah. Have, okay. We need to make sure you're going to show up. Ask the BVB at gmail.com. All right. You must send that email to us so we know that you are coming to town and you want to win this, all right? Right. So once again, three things. Subscribe to the Bostonian versus the book YouTube channel. One. One tweet sent out tagging Circus Sports at Boston versus the book. Hashtag BVB Brigade. And then that email. Thing trending, boys and girls. We get that thing trending. It's all over. But go ahead. Email us. Ask the BVB at gmail.com. If you're watching it live on Twitter or YouTube, it scrolls underneath us. So you can just, if you, our email address is underneath us. Right there. It's not on SportsGrid, but on YouTube it is. Right. If you need it. Those are the three things you must do. If you do those three things, we will pull a name and that person will win the trip here to Circa Las Vegas. Gonna be Might fun. even be a dinner involved, hanging out. Oh, yeah. Well, that's what I, I mean. We already know that. I mean, we, we already know what's going on. I mean, the guys are making side bets like crazy. You know, where, where they're going to meet up, where they're going, what am I doing, this, that. They're asking me, what night are you going to be free? What night are you kidless? What can oh, you do? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, Thursday night's going to be my, my well, I guess Friday night too, potentially. Thursday and Friday. Um, I'll be available, but Thursday for sure. I'm clearing off the whole deck and saying, okay, <laughs> like <laughs> whatever we, whatever we're going to do, let's, let's get after it. So it's going to be a lot. person in this house. I can tell you that's happy about all this because there's none of them can come except my wife. Madeline is furious. Mad, mad. She Sorry, told me this Kendall. morning. She told me this morning. <laughs> she said, uh, she's like, so what day are you going to Circa again? I said, June 8th. And I can't come. No. Who made that decision? I said, I don't know when they set it up. She goes, who owns Circa? I said, Derek Stevens. She said, put him on the show. I talked to him. I said, mm. Maddie, it doesn't work like that. Not yet. <laughs> and we can't can't really have you talk to him yet, Maddie. Can't. Do it. I was like, she's, no. she's so mad. She's like, that's, she's like, that's the only casino in Vegas that's 21 plus, right? I said, well, the gaming floor is 21 plus, but yes, to actually step foot in the casino, yes, it's the only 21 plus right. place to get to resort. You can't even walk into the resort at 20. You got to be 21. That's dumb. I was like, man, you're going to have a tough run at eight or nine years old. If you're already mad about that, wait till you're 16 or 17 or 18. (laughs) You know, though, it's like that in other states. Like we take it for granted. Like when I went to Ohio, right? I went to the casino. 
you had to show ID to get in. Couldn't even go in the casino. I guess Atlantic City's like that too, right? Yeah. You, you got, I mean, yeah. You, well, Atlantic City may not be. That may be the other grandfathered one in, but like in Pittsburgh, you walk in, you got to show ID to get in. So they're all 21 in other states. Huh. It's not here. It's everything goes. People are pushing baby strollers, you know, carrying Literally. infants in between Literally. the casinos and stuff like, <laughs> you know, everywhere you go. So it's yeah. different. It's a different vibe, but I, I, sorry, if you're under 21, you're not eligible to win. That's a good, thank you. Thank you. We, I forgot that little one little caveat. You must yeah. be 21 or older to 21. enter. Yeah. yeah. To attend the event and to win the contest, you must be 21 years of age or older. So, and they will card you and it is not easy to get a fake ID past things in Vegas. Just FYI, <laughs> they've seen a lot. They've seen a lot of them over the years. So, um, just FYI. Good thing we don't have the lawyers. We well, I'm just saying it's it's just I, people may go well. I can I have a fake and I can come in. And I'm you know I look twenty one. I look twenty one, or I'm a college kid, or you know just FYI, you know, not getting involved with that. Well, just saying you you must be legally of the age of twenty one with a legal valid ID. Exactly. To be able to, because Circa literally will card you when you walk in the door. Everyone, not just like I've seen eighty-year-old guys be carded. <laughs> like oh, it's take, part of the procedure. Yeah, they you, take your you, license, you they stick it in that thing. You can't right. They, you can't get in without yeah. showing your photo ID. Yeah. So, so that is what's going on. Fi- finally, once again, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Tag us on Twitter, Circus Sports and BVB, Boston University the Book, and hashtag BVB Brigade. And then email us that you are going to be in town and would like to win this. Ask the BVB at gmail.com. Those three things, three strikes, you get them all. And you may be with us coming up a week from tomorrow at Circus Sports <laughs> in Las Vegas, which is also game three to Stanley Cup Five. Correct. Game three. <laughs> Watch party, official watch party of the Vegas Golden Knights. This is not like a, a one-off. This is the official. The team will have multiple reps. It'll be, if you haven't been to a Vegas watch party before, it's different. Wow. It's, it's different. Just be ready. Yeah, Especially if they're up two games to none. Oh, my. Oh, boy. It's going to be hype, hyped up. Oh, yeah. I wonder if Marky, Marky Mark, I wonder if Wahlberg will be there. If he's he been do- trying to get him on a show. Have you been seeing what he's doing on at Circa yeah. for the last couple of weeks? Yeah, this this bartending gig. He just what he did, bartending is giving away tequila. He's he's a he's invested in, a big investor in one of these tequila brands, yeah. and he's just pouring shots of the tequila right on Circa, right at Circa Sports, right on the Fremont Bar off Circa. He did it there <laughs> once, and he did it up in the stadium. He didn't swim the bar underneath the screens. Yeah, <laughs> saw him just, a couple times. <laughs> Marky looks good. He's a little bit older than me. He looks great. Is he older than you? Yeah. You sure? 53, 54, I think. Yeah. Oh, so he's just older than you. Okay. Yeah. I thought he was 51. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's I thought he was it's weird to think he's only nine years, yeah. nine years older than me. That's that's bizarre. Yeah. Because I was in I was in high school when his first song came out, right? So I mean, it was right. eighth grade. It was eighth grade when his first song came out. That was funny. We we're like, that guy's from Boston. Wait, what? <laughs> like, how? You're rapping? White guy? What? What are we doing? This is weird. So. Mr. C just came in and said he's a partner with Abraham Answer in the tequila company. I don't even know who that is. Abraham Answer is a, pro, a PGA pro golfer. Oh, that guy is. Well, they got tequila now. Okay. Yeah. Good. Well, I mean, that's, I, I've never seen his clothing line. 
municipal, but it looks really nice. I've never seen it in a store. I've ac- I've actually like DM Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, he has a he has a new clothing line bl- brand called Municipal. It's really nice stuff. It's really cool workout gear. Clothing line sounds like act, a great idea. Act of sneakers, shorts, boxers, workout shirts. Really? Good stuff. Yeah, it's really good stuff. I mean, I've, I've looked at him like, man, I a couple of the pair of the shoes that he's got. I was like, I, I'll buy those right now. Like, where can I buy them? And they haven't written me back. I was like, is it in Vegas? Like, because he's Wahlberg is trying to change Las Vegas. He wants to make Vegas into the next Hollywood. So he wants to produce full movies. He wants to he's building a studio here in town. So he's like putting roots down here and he's going to do Vegas is his new home, basically. All these people coming from California. This place is getting really crowded. Driving it is. around traffic oh, yeah. is no good. But it's all the tax breaks that they're getting from the state. And he's going True. in there saying, I'm gonna bring all these jobs, and he is, and I'm gonna do all this, you know, hype. And it's 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 wild to watch the market change as we live here. Like just to see it explode. You've seen it much more than I have, but like I've been here seven years, and just in the last seven years, everything has changed. And it's gonna change even more. Like we're gonna see, we're not even close to being done for what will happen in the next decade. It's fast. It's all yeah. happening very fast, almost too fast. But, you know, because I was here when everything was and then 2007 came and everything went. But that wasn't Vegas's fault, per se, though. No, but Vegas was, a, was ground zero for it. Yeah. There's a lot I mean, of stuff going on. It wasn't supposed to be annihilated. Yeah. And it's still that's still happening now. I mean, that's still. You know, the whole bank schemes are still happening. I just, we have hopefully have better guardrails than we did in 2007, 2008. But a lot of people are saying that, yes, the economy is in, in very similar shape as to what was happening in 04, 05, heading into 08. And we'll see if people with level heads stop another catastrophe. But it wasn't Vegas's fault. It just was Vegas was a part of it, like everybody else was. So here it's just about going as fast as possible and don't have questions being asked about what's happening. <laughs> yeah. Get it done. That's a good question that they're asking down in Arizona too. We need water. Well, we cut them off. They need us. We don't need them. That's the difference. Southern California and Arizona in particular, they need Lake Mead. <laughs> we don't need, we, we can shut them all off. Like that's, they just cut that deal about being able, cause uh, what was it? They just had the biggest surplus of water to be put into Lake Mead in the last like 15 years happened last weekend. Oh, they opened, they opened the dam for the first time in like years to let water flow. Okay. So the snow and rain that happened all this winter, very good for that. It was a lot. Yeah. We're doing the drought is not officially over, but that fear factor that we had a couple of years ago is starting to slow down a little bit. But it's so dumb because it's all about, not dumb, but it's the farms in California are the ones that are really the worst because they take the vast majority of the water. It's not Nevada. We've actually, Vegas actually has a really good on the strip. They recycle water a ton for the, for all of the properties. Right. right. A lot of the properties have taken that very seriously about their longstanding health and <laughs> going to a hotel room and turning on the faucet and having no water would be a really big problem. <laughs> Very big problem. So they've tried very hard to make sure that we're not wasting water. And we see all the ads here in town, but like don't water on which day. And, yeah, you know, they try, they pass laws. You can be fined for overwatering. And 
This portion of the show brought to you by the uh, environmental water con- the water conservation, conservation group. Yeah, once well, yeah, from Matt Peral. Thank you very much, sir. Bringing people up to so, speak. Best of luck, you guys. Best of luck for you guys if you want to be a part of our shows next Thursday, Friday live. They're they're calling it. It's never too early to talk about football. It's just morphed into a Stanley Cup pregame show. Basically, that's what we're going to do on Thursday. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Well, but we're going to have, um, you know, you're going to be available to sign up for the contest. It's oh, yeah. there's, all, there's all kind of things that are going to be happening in addition to Game 3 of the Stanley Cup final official watch party, which <clears> is <throat> just nothing but chaos and fun. Okay, let's talk about last night a little bit. Uh, the yep. A's have won two straight games. How about that? I'm not in, I'm not very happy about this because my experiment now is seven and five. I'm up 1.25 units fading the A's. Can the Braves lose again? Can Why they not? get swept? Of course. This is good. embarrassing from the Braves' perspective. It's baseball. What are Why we doing? Why get loose? Come on. They can't lose today. Schuster's pitching today can't be. They can't Schuster? lose today. How do you say it? I don't even. Know. I yeah. guess it's Schuster. Minus two fifty, minus two forty. Circus down to two fifteen. I guess they're playing the dog again. Game starts in thirty five minutes. Yep. Uh, I'm on the run line. Are you? But if you, I lose, you doing the Braves again on a run course. line? Every day until the middle of June. We're just doing it blind. Mm-hmm. Today just don't matter. The Braves win, right? They got to be. Today. And they got to win today. I mean, if I lose this, I'm in the red. I, I will be down 0.1 units. That's how It'll fast be, they can go, man. It'll be Three seven and six. Streak, bam. All this juice. Yeah. Bam. I'll be down. If, if, they, if they don't cover the run line today, I'll be down. I'll, I'll keep on doing it. It's fine. Essentially flat. Run but, line is minus one and a half, minus 145 right now on Fandle. I laid 35 last night. Uh, well, this is one of those ones, man. You got to just like, I, I think you got to just blindly, if you play it, just accept the results for what it is. Yep. It'll be the A's first three-game winning streak of the entire season. And we are officially at the quarter or the third poll. June 1st. It's 54, 55 games into the season officially today for most yep. teams. So we're a third of the way through 162 game season, and they haven't won three in a row. This would be good for content if if uh, if it loses, but the Braves got to win today. I mean, come on, bro! Like let's Please. like like, like let's go. Speaking of come on, what is going on with Sandy Alcantara? So I bet it yesterday it hit. Only bet I won yesterday was the over in the Marlins yep. the Padres game. Yep, Sandy got racked. Are they leaving him in too long? He's two and five with a five ERA. I know. A five. This guy's ERA was two last year. And the Marlins are still right there in the in the playoff. Right? I mean, they're, they're in despite the playoff. him, not because right. of him, despite right. him. So, is this example number one of how the shift benefited certain pitchers, and he was able to pitch to the shift? Like, is that? It's a debate, right? Is it the shift or is it the pitch clock? I think for see such a drastic change, I think it's more it's got to be the shift. That's what I would attribute it to. I more than anything. I and again, I only watched a little bit of it 
Thank goodness we live here. Well, I think we'll be able to still see the Padre games. We'll get to oh, that in a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I was just kind of keeping an eye on the score, and the Marlins were leading until they weren't. And it was like, boom, he gave up those runs again. I don't. It was 4 2 Marlins, and then it yeah. was 4 4. Bam. That was game it. went over. Yeah. And they're like, if you're the Marlins, like you, every fifth day, you expected a W when he was on the mound last year. Ooh. Could it have been the sticky stuff? Dave's daily picks in the chat. Our guy Dave in Indiana. I mean, it could have been that, that too, but he was getting checked at the end of last year aggressively. So, like, right. they implemented that last year during the season. So, he mm. and his numbers didn't spike like this unless he was able to hide it better last year than this year. I don't know. I mean, it could, could be, I think it's got, I think you're right. I think it has more to do with the fact that the team can no longer shift and he can't pitch into it. It was so good. The These guys pitching nowadays are so good with not just velocity, but with location. If you can place the fielders in certain spots and pitch to those spots to make major league hitters hit into it to the point that major league baseball had to change the rule and say, you can't do it anymore. It had to affect certain guys. He might be example. Number one. I mean, that's a drag. It's drastic, but. I think there'll be a point like this won't. I mean, we're almost to June, though. Like, at what point does he turn it around? I don't think he does. Oh, boy. I mean, but the oh Marlins, boy. like, here's the question I would have. Let's just say the, the year ended today and the Marlins are in the playoffs. Yeah. Do you give him the ball in game one? Well, what are your options? I mean, you could go bullpen. You could go, you know, by committee. You can do a lot of different options in handing the ball to Sandy. I mean, he was eight innings, two runs automatic last year. That's how hard this game is. It's 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 so hard. And it's like the guys that replicate it year after year for, you know, six years in a row where they're one of the best pitchers or hitters in a game. It's really hard because, I mean, the other thing is, too, don't forget the guys in the batter's box and the other teams have made adjustments. Maybe, maybe the – I hate to say that the book is out on him, but to, to give you guys an example, Sandy Alcantara last year for the Marlins gave up 58 earned runs in 32 games pitched this season. He's given up 38 earned runs in 11 games pitched. The whip last year was 0.98 under the, one this year. It's 1.25. Woo. <laughs> Right? <laughs> Woo! A lot more e traffic on the base pass with that. Big ERA of 2.28 for the season versus 4.93. Now. It's going to take a lot of shutouts to lower that ERA like that again. I mean, it is like, wait, what? <laughs> like, how in the world? Is this going on? Like, I, I can't figure it out, but that's why I bet against it. The books haven't figured it out yet. The books are still hanging seven and a halfs when Sandy pitches. Right. The books are waiting for the Alcantara that had the complete game shutout in his second start of the year. Because I bet the first start of the year, he was awful. Second start, I bet it again. He was amazing. And that was the last time he's been amazing. Was right. the second start of the year. Last night right. was number 11. 
Mr. C's in the chat. He said Sandy cashed his Cy Young ticket last year, so he can do all he wants now. <laughs> like this, is he get a pass because he won the Cy Young last year? Like, do do you do you leave him at the top of the rotation if you're the Marlins longer because he just did win the Cy Young? I mean, you're hoping the the, the same way the books are putting out totals, right? Expecting him to go back to that based upon his historical numbers, I think the team is doing the same thing. They're waiting for him to go back to, okay, where is Sandy Alcantara? This has been a bad start to the year. At some point, it'll click and he'll go back to being Greg Maddox. Uh, but but right now, he's not. He's his brother. What was Greg Maddox's brother's name? Mike. Mike Maddox. <laughs> so like... The boys in the chat, Roger Long said, maybe it's the pitch clock. Um... And Chris C, Mr. C said he's he might be hurt still, might have been rushed back. So he might be pitching not a hundred percent, which if you're not a hundred percent pitching, you can just be a little bit off. Right. It can lead to bad things like this. It can. If I'm the Marlins, if he is hurt, I'm shutting him down right now. Because uh, they have a chance to be in the playoffs. Right. But at Get what right. point do you do you how many I mean, how do you take him out? Is it Tommy John? I mean, what, what it would come down to what's what's the injury, right? Like how significant is the surgery or whatever he would need to be right? Because he's not right. Whatever it is, he's not right. Whatever it is, whether it be the pitch clock, whether it be the shift, whether it be injury, sticky stuff, whatever. I would need to answer that question pretty quickly if I'm the right. Marlins. They, they they have they have a chance to have a really successful season. These young kids are playing. He's killing fantasy teams. Ray oh my Manky God! Lou he just said he's, he's he's destroying his fantasy team. Of course, I mean because you he's can't take him out. Well, right? think about it, right? How much money if you have a fantasy roster? How much? What's the actual salary that Alcantara is eating up? He's going to eat up a huge chunk. He's a top five pitcher. I mean, yeah. if you're talking about a fantasy draft, you're going all right. I would you know Alcantara. If you're pitching top of the line pitchers, you're going to pick for a season long. Alcantara is one of the top five guys you're grabbing. And he's been horrific. I used to love fantasy baseball too. I haven't done fantasy baseball for a couple of years. It just it's got to such be a too grind. Much, it is such a grind, oh. but I love it. And it really keeps you dialed in betting it wise. It keeps you really. dialed in on everything. That season betting, the, the the years that guys are having. Yeah. It hundred percent keeps you locked in. That's why I, I didn't like doing DFS, but I felt the same thing with DFS when I was playing it because it does make you pay attention to the six hitter in Detroit. You know, it's something you don't really care about. True. Watching. You know, you, you're how'd you pick Detroit? Who's because they've been bad forever. Yeah, that's true. How you know? You see how big me, me, Miguel Cabrera has gotten. Big dude. Big dude now, man. <laughs> Mickey's making a lot of money. He's living right. He's eating well. <laughs> so I'm he's, running he's finishing from out. He's finishing a career the way you're supposed to finish it. You know, just damn. That's that's fine. Remember when he got that contract? Everybody was like. You're going to pay him how much money when he's what age? And now we're seeing, the I don't understand it. it. Yeah. I don't understand the long-term <laughs> contracts. Like that. I don't the, the one that got me most was the Pujols deal. I just, I still don't understand it. Guy couldn't even walk by the end. Dodgers gave him a three-year deal too. <laughs> he got multiple years. <laughs> yep. But he went home. He finished it up with the Cardinals, which was nice to see him. Right. You know, to go and do that. What is up with the Tampa Bay race? So the Cubs aren't great defensively aren't great pitching wise. They're okay. The Rays have scored one run in two games. 
Shut out one nothing and two one. They're down two nothing right now in the fourth. Are they really? Oh my goodness! Yeah, they get swept the by the Cubs and score one run in three games. What is going on with the Tampa Bay Rays? It's baseball, bro. It happens. You get these these interleague matchups in now, like just as it's starting to warm up, or you go to different cities and whatever. And I see it all the time. Like teams don't perform for whatever reason. They go to this, like you know, Fun. how do they not score in any runs in Chicago? I mean, the best on. offense in baseball. Yeah. Top to bottom, one to nine. There's not an easy out in that entire lineup. Double digit home runs up and down that lineup. One run in two games, three games now. Yeah, they're, they're like I said, they're into the fourth, stranding a lot of runners. That's part of the problem. You're getting guys on base and not not moving them around. That goes in cycles too, right? It does yeah. Where where you, you you know you you're not getting the two out base hits. You're making base running mistakes, different things like that. I saw a guy get picked off last night at the Aviator game. I, if it was if I was coaching, I would have. I was going to lose it. I was like, what was he doing? Mm. He just tried to steal third base, like sneaky steal something. I was like, and it cost him a run because the next guy got a base hit. Those things go in cycles. So maybe that's what's going on with the race. Well, because Acuna got picked off at the start of the game yesterday, I believe, I think it was. In the first inning, he got on and then he got picked off. And like the bench's reaction, like everybody was stoic. Like they couldn't believe it because he literally was asleep. Like he never should have gotten picked off. He just wasn't paying attention. And like he came off and like the, the entire, everybody was like, what? And I was like, oh no, the Braves are in trouble. I was like, they just, <laughs> like, I, I was like, they, I, was like I, I knew at that moment. I'm like, that's really not good. This team does not want to be in Oakland. They don't want to play these well, games. How hard is it to play in Oakland as the visitor when you go and there's nobody in the ballpark? Yep. I mean, you got no, you had more people at your high school games than you do yep. when you go to Oakland. So it has to kind of be a downer at some point, you know, especially if you're tired or whatever. Well, it's it something to pay attention know. to in August and September for sure. Because there may be some trips where teams are going to go in there and they're out of it already. Like if you're already, you know, say 10 to 20 games under 500 and you go to Oakland and there's nobody there. There could be some teams that just were like, we don't want to be here right now. And like, they just don't care. <laughs> it's hard to play baseball if you don't care. It is, but you know how those things go. When those teams get out of it, August, late August and September with the call-ups and stuff, they're right. totally different teams. True. Totally the kids different trying to make, it, make a name for themselves. So, yeah. That's I mean, fair. they're trying to, you know, kids are playing for contracts, trying to get into another gig, another team, whatever. So I don't know. I still want to go. I, I, I want to shoot up to Oakland to go to a weekend series and just sit there. Won't be hard to get tickets. <laughs> Good seats available. Good seats available. Uh, in that division, though, how about this? So the Astros have won 12 of 15 games, and there's still three games back because the Rangers have won 12 of 16. It's brutal when you're in a division and a team does that at the same time. <laughs> you're both red hot. You're you both- can't make up. and you. We just won 12 and three. And we didn't make up a game. <laughs> we didn't lose a game, right? Like it, it's it, it doesn't make sense. Um, but I, I got the Tigers and, and Rangers on right now. I mean, the Rangers lineup is just man, they're they're good. 
But they made the moves. I mean, DeGrom coming over, obviously, that this is the Rangers are going for it. And I wouldn't put it past them for the Rangers to make a deal at the deadline to add to try to keep the Astros at bay. They're tired of watching the Astros win the division and get to the to, to the championship series. What, six yeah. straight years now, right, for Houston? Get yeah. To the, get to the CS. So, I mean, the Rangers very much want to be a player this year. They want to be a contender. Maybe not win it all, but they want to be in contention. Well, when they went and signed Seager and Simeon, I mean, yeah. that, that made a message to the fan base. It made a message to the team. We got, we're going to get hitters. We're going to get... You know, and Seager's shore been up hurt. the middle he, and he's then build hurt. around it. It's good. Right. And Corey Seager's been hurt. He hasn't played much. Right. So he's got he's he's got a big second half potentially. They and scored then, what nine runs yesterday. Gabe had Gabe had total bases for Corey Seager over. Right. They scored nine runs. He went in the only guy in the lineup that didn't get a hit was Seager. Ouch. Went 0 for five Ouch. in a game where your team scored nine runs. That's- Oinin was over uh, one and a half bases. Chances of that are crazy. That's again, baseball's really when you appreciate the grind, mm. it's crazy. I mean, this grind here, 12 of 15, 12 of 16, level. Uh, Tough. When do they play each other? That's that's that'll be the next, that'll be a must-watch series. Yeah. Well, every game between all 13 games will be in Astros Rangers will be a ton of fun. Interstate, interdivision. Top of the division type games will be it'll be a lot of fun. Have they played yet? That's that's good. To know. I don't know they if they've played that. yet. Yeah. My guess somebody is somebody in the chat check to see if I Texas think they haven't. The Astros I think they, have played each other. I'm going to say they haven't, but they might have it earlier in the year. But I don't know if they have because I I don't remember looking at. I look at it every night, so I don't remember seeing A's Rangers, but I could be. I mean Astros Rangers. All right, this is a wild story. If you are a Padre fan. And I think I'm only bringing this up because this is the first of what I think is going to be a multitude of stories like this. And I Diamond, wish I could swear right now. <laughs> Diamond Sports Group. Yeah. Yesterday decided to not pay the San Diego Padres the rights fee that they owe them for airing their games. They just said... We're not paying you. Hate when this happened in a book back in the day when you were, you know, you hear about bookies stiffing people and people stiffing bookies. And, you know, then as you grow older and you have to decide when you're broke college kid, you pay the cable bill or you don't, that you just stiff it and then you stop answering the phone, all that stuff. How does a team, how does a network just say to the team, we ain't paying you? Diamond Sports Group operates under the name Bally Sports. Okay. That's the branding, the white label. Bally's, the company does not own the regional networks. They use the Bally Sports brand name because it was a sports gambling idea that you could do some different things with it. It never materialized. This is one of the offshoots of the gambling world not delivering the revenue that everybody thought it was going to. They made projections they signed contracts. They expected the waterfall to pay for all of it. And the tap got shut off. And Diamond Sports Group just went, we're done. <laughs> Washing, we're done. We're not paying you any more money. I love when you do that. <laughs> so the Padres. Hands up. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> they skipped the payment a couple of weeks ago. They had a grace period until Tuesday to, to level up and pay. That was your team. That was yesterday. Yeah. That means la- yesterday's broadcast was the final broadcast 
on Bally Sports. I think it's Bally Sports San Diego. I think it's what was what it was called. The team so, now. So no Orsillo. Well, here's the thing. The team now starting today, continuing to the end of the season and remaining this way in perpetuity, MLB Major League Baseball has taken over the broadcasts for the Padres. And they will put the games on MLB.tv. So Padre games will be free on MLB.tv until Sunday. After that, if you're in market, it's 20 bucks a month or 75 bucks for the rest of the season. And then Padres.com and MLB.com will air any postseason games that have to be that are on a national platform. It also no longer blacks out us here in Las Vegas to watch Padre games on MLB.tv. That's the best for me. That's the best story because I can now watch it on my phone. I can watch the Padre games now. Right. Which is great. Arcillo is staying in case you're curious. Mark Grant, Bob Scallion, the guys who all call this, they're employed by the Padres. They're not going to be affected. The camera operators, the producers, and behind-the-scenes employees, they're normally outsourced anyway. MLB is going to keep all of them on for right now. But the pre- and post-game shows, rut row. <laughs> if you're the pre-game show or in-game update person or the post-game show, you're all probably out. Wow. So no pre-game show anymore, no post-game show anymore for the Padres for, for the rest of the season for the foreseeable future. Things are changing, huh? This is bad. Okay. I'm just telling you, right? This is really bad. This is a really bad precedent. This is going to cause all sorts of issues because in a market like San Diego, they have the, the entire market to themselves. Right. I was just going to say that. They just dumped all this money. They went and got Xander. They're trying to pitch Soto on staying. They signed Machado to a decade-long contract. They got all this stuff going on, and it's the only game in town. When you go there, it's all about the Padres. And now they're going to charge you to watch the games? Well, you always you always are being charged to watch the games, but because you on your cable provider to pay for cable, obviously. So to get the games on direct TV or cable or whatnot in San Diego, you were always paying to watch the games. But the difference is, is this company couldn't make any money to make their oh, payment. Wow. They couldn't make money to pay the debt that they signed to pay. So they just, like we mentioned with 2008, I knew people here in town who I've met when I, once I moved here, who said it was cheaper for me to leave the keys on the counter and walk out the door and just not pay anything else. It was a better move financially to just throw my hands up and say, I'm not paying. I can't. My house is now being, you know, I bought, I bought it for 500,000. You're telling me it's worth 150. I, I, uh, I'm out. Like it, it can't work. I can't. It's the same thing. We paid you <laughs> all this money expecting this windfall, the Bally sports money, the gambling money, California going legal. We expected all these things to happen and it didn't happen. And now we can't pay and we're not going to pay. And so MLB is taking the broadcast over and saying, okay, we're not the ones doing the games. We're going to distribute it. But it, the Padres aren't the only ones in this situation. Right. Bally's has, or Diamond Sports Group, there's a lot of teams that were, operate this way. That oh. the regional sports networks from Sinclair, bad, bad. bad. <laughs> like this is, 
the chickens are coming home to roost here and it's definitely something to pay attention to because we all bet on games. We want to watch the games, how the games are going to be broadcasted could be different very soon. We've got a lot of friends too that work and, and do stuff like with teams and post-game, yeah. pre-game shows, all this other stuff, man. This is um I don't know. The the iambic pentameter of summer is watching mm-hmm. baseball. Correct. This is gonna mess it up. Hundred percent. Piss people off too. At least Don's not going anywhere. Cause when you change the voice of the team midstream, midseason, it is really bad. Fans get real mad. And Don's one of the best. I don't think I've ever had that happen in any place I've lived. The only change, not in, not in season, but after the year, when it went from Sean McDonough to Don Orsillo, that was seismic in Boston. And then when it went to Dave O'Brien from Don Orsillo, that was seismic. People are still mad about that today. Sonic just came in and said the bankruptcy hearings today. So expect to hear more on this. Oh, they're gosh. filing bankruptcy. Okay, it makes sense. Yeah, that Diamond Sports Group would go belly up, and the Bally's Sports all the regionals. That was that. That was one of their options was to go to bankruptcy and say we can't pay our debts, and then MLB takes over multiple teams' broadcasts. MLB.tv could have like four or five teams now, and the only in MLB can operate it for now. But they're going to have to scramble to do right. all this. Right. Right. So like the pre and post game stuff, they're like, sorry, we're done. All your studio space, all that stuff. Uh, uh-uh. We're doing the games only like bare minimum, bare bones, get the camera, get the game on, call the game. And then we're done. <laughs> all the ancil- ancillary stuff that go mm. goes around the game. Nope. None of that stuff. Ooh, bad, 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 bad. Not good. Speaking of bad, bad. Yesterday here in Las or in actually Carson City, but in Nevada, there was the only public hearing that they're going to hold for the financing for the ballpark for the A's to be moving to Las Vegas. It's five hours. It's a five-hour open session for anyone to come in, have conversations and open questions about what may happen. The A's did not send their top brass that raised some eyebrows as to why didn't you send your top brass? The ba- the Braves said they didn't want to create a media circus around A's, the event. A's, you said Braves. A's. Sorry, A's, sorry. The A's did not want to didn't want to create a media circus around the whole thing. Right. Because they want to keep this as quiet as possible. Okay. They want this in the dark of the night. They want this done quietly. Why? Because they don't want people asking questions. Why? <laughs> why? Because in such hearing. The A's said that they want to build a 30,000 seat retractable roof stadium. Okay. And they will average, average 28,000 fans a night here in Vegas. 28,000. So 2,000 seats empty every night on average. For the A for the Las Vegas A's, which by the way, if you went through the list of teams in attendance in Major League Baseball, 28,000 a night would be more fans than the Phillies draw Ooh, on average. More fans that the Rangers draw on First average. Place, Texas Rangers. And more fans in the White Sox, which is the White Sox. Philadelphia, Dallas, yeah. 
in Chicago. Which cities. Which, by the way, dwarf this city. Big cities. Completely and totally dwarf this city. On average, the number one attendance last year, 47,600, the Dodgers. 40,900, the Cardinals. 40,200, the Yankees. Wait, 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 wait. It was 47 and then dropped to 40? Yep. It gets even worse. 40 from 40 to 40 for the Yankees and 38, six for the Braves, 36, eight for the Padres, 33, three for the Mets, 33, one for the Astros, 32, seven for the Blue Jays and so on until you get to this number of, of 28,000. Okay. They got this number by literally going to the middle average of major league baseball. Right. They just literally goes, let's go right in the middle. <laughs> like, don't go too low. Don't go too high. It's like they were selling a car, right? You can't give them sticker shock with this big number. You can't go too low and lose the money. Just go with what's the number that's the average. You know, you can't go with our current number, which is totally embarrassing because last year the A's were in last place where they drew on average 9,900 fans. Can't go with that. We can't go. We got to beat that, right? Because we're moving. So we got to give them an idea that people are going to care about this team. But you can't go as high as 40,000. You can't go up there. That would be, come on. It's Los Angeles. It's New York. It's St. Louis. Can't go up there. Just go to the medium. Like they literally pulled this number out of thin air yesterday. Right out of there. 28,000. Do you think 28,000 people are going to be in a ballpark on a Tuesday in May? Nope. In Vegas? Nope. I mean, come off of it. Somebody in this meeting, I hope to goodness, raised their hands and say, can you explain to me? Because the, the other part of this story that came out yesterday is that they're not coming here until 2028 because they got to demo the Tropicana and that's going to take a long time. So it's a whole year later than they thought. It was 2027. Now it's 2028. So oh. kicking it down the road already about a year later than when we thought they were going to come up. But this team oh. has no real plan to be good. Now things can change. They can spend money. They can sign. They can develop in five years. You can get things right if you know you're moving, but they've shown no ability to do that. No. And how do you build the hype? They said they're going to sell PSLs. Personal seat lights are going to be sold here in Las Vegas. On top of it all. Which is the biggest scam in all of sports. Man. You got to pay them for the right to pay them. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? That. Who the hell came up with that idea? And why do people think that's okay? What is that? Like, it's one thing when it comes to like donation to a college football program. Okay. It kind of makes sense. Cause you get certain things from it. The PSL is literally just the right to buy the PS to buy the seat. It's the dumbest thing ever. So they made that announcement. They're doing that. What do you think a realistic number is? for an average attended game in Vegas for baseball. You were at a game last night. You saw what's, baseball fans last night. What's the Pirates attendance? You the see Pir- the number right this there? This is last year. Yeah, Pirates last year was 15,500. There's your number. 15,000. Between, 15, between 15 and 20. That's fine. 50% capacity, I will buy. 30,000 seat, 15,000. It'll feel pretty full if you have half full. That's not bad. Correct. But this is Vegas. There's a lot of stuff to do. One. (laughs) Two, you saw what happened with the Knights when they started to lose last year. 
First time they didn't make the playoffs. Right. March and April, tickets were pretty easy to get. Were very First easy time. to get. Yeah. So very easy. You don't have success early, and you're trying to fill a ballpark. 81 home dates. It's not going to work. Twenty-eight thousand. Right? I mean, it's it's just not going to work. It's a dumb number. It's absolutely asinine. It, people aren't going to attend games. You'll have sellout games. Okay, there will be some games that will have sellouts, but there will be some games that will have nine thousand and ten thousand people in it. A hundred percent. And that's fine. I, and I was just in Seattle. They were playing the Pirates. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Mm-hmm. Friday was fireworks night. Saturday, I didn't bring it up here, was J.P. Crawford pop doll giveaway night. Nice. And Sunday. Is a pop doll different than a bobblehead? Yes. What's a pop doll? Oh, the big, big head, weird body. Hold on. I I know what it is. I I, I know what pop doll, what what pops are now. Now I think about it. It doesn't actually pop. It's just this big head, little body, big eyes. But I'm actually curious what it looks like for a baseball player. Because bobbleheads are always freaky looking and never look like the player that it actually is supposed to look like. Where did he go? Do you go downstairs? What is Dave, what is Dave doing? This is this is unscripted BVB at the moment where Dave just walks off the camera and goes to get a, a pop bobblehead for whatever reason. But no, I mean, this is not going as well, I think, as some people here would have hoped because there are people asking the right questions about how many people are going to be in this ballpark. Again, my feeling on the whole project has less to do with the park and more to do with the 20 plus huge acres of land that's around the ballpark that will be developed. If you know Vegas, again, it's on the corner of Tropicana and Las Vegas Boulevard. You're looking at MGM Grand, New York, New York, and the Excalibur in that corridor, that little three pop area. That will change that forever for the benefit. Did you find it? JP Crawford. That's what I thought. Okay. It is one of the, that's what I thought pop ball was. Yeah. Pop. Yeah. Yes. Big eyes, so, small body. That's cool. You're right. I like but, that. Yeah. No, it's great. And, and you know, you got to keep it in the package and all this other stuff. Why? I don't know. That's what the kids tell me. Oh, want to put it out. They said, no, can't do it. Whatever. Um, huh. You can't do it. That makes it so it devalues it when it's like, you have to keep it in the box, like the old star Wars figurines. You got to keep it wrapped. I got to ask the guys in the chat. I have no idea. I just go, we got one. That's cool. The giveaways they're going to have to do here. Yeah. That's always part of the draw, right? Whenever you do, you know, beach ball day or, you know, team towel day or hat day, you know, it's, it's always part of the, the gig to do Is it. Is that going to fly here? I think so. Yeah. I think families generally are looking for stuff to do in the summertime in particular, get out of the heat. I think there's a draw there for sure if you if you market it right, but the games have got to be super fun. They could be okay. The Golden Knights, everybody was like hockey in the desert, and then they started to do the games, and everybody was like, "Oh my goodness, these games are really fun." So you got to find very a way competitive very quickly. Yes, the A's but- haven't been competitive in. A decades. couple years, <laughs> a long time. No, like really competitive. Well, it wasn't that long ago they were in the wild card. Yes, A's. but but like, I mean, they're. Championship caliber. Yeah. Championship caliber wise has not not, not been there. Who's the mascot for who's Rocky, right? Rocky is the Nuggets, right? Mascot. Uh, That's their mascot, right? 
The Denver Nuggets? Yeah. Is it's Rocky, right? Is it? I don't know. I just saw a tweet. I forget which one it was, but the mascot makes six hundred and eighty-five thousand a year. Oh, to be the team, oh, to be the oh, <laughs> to be the team. Oh, hold on. <laughs> what did you say? Yeah, there's a there's a team mascot that makes six hundred and eighty-five thousand a year. Traveling country, getting put in different up. places. So I'm like going, I'm gonna be a mascot. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm going to mascot school. That's it. That's how I'm gonna end it. That's, but that's, how, that's gonna, how I'm gonna ride into retirement. I'm gonna be the A's mascot. The, the A's need all. to have that type of mascot. You got to have a draw. You got to have somebody that's going to entertain the heck out of the kids. You need a Savannah banana type of game. 685. Yeah. I'm going to mascot school. <laughs> I can't wait to tell the wife this one. What are you going to do the rest of your life? I'm going to be the mascot. I'm going to make a half a million a year. Oh. Uh, all right, we'll skip ahead to a couple of just, just one more Vegas story and then we'll get to some basketball and some yeah. couple, couple of bets here. The number two recruit in college basketball has decided to come to Vegas to play for the G League Unite. How about this? So this is in the wake of the kid that is going to get drafted number two behind Wambayama. Yeah. I, I guess number three behind uh, uh, Miller as well. This kid, Ron Holland, decommitted from Texas, was going to go to Arkansas, and instead he's going to pass up and he's going to go right to the G League, like Jalen Green and Scoot Henderson. Scoot Henderson's the kid who played here last year. Who's going number two in the draft? Or three, yeah. Scoot, right. Yep, Scoot. So I bring this up only because nobody goes to these games here in Vegas. Like nobody knows this team exists. But we should this, start going. If this continues, if we start seeing this level of talent. Like, why? If you're a high school kid right now and someone says, look it, you can go to Vegas and live in Las Vegas and play for the G League to get ready for the league and not go to school and get drafted in the lottery. Why would you go to college? He's going to make six figures playing for the G League. Better bring your parents if you come here. Of course, but I'm just thinking about it from a school perspective. If I am all about basketball and you go to college because you want to be all about basketball, but they make you go to college because it's a farce. So you got to go ahead and play the game. And so you go there, take rocks for jocks and, you know, cooking one-on-one and the stupid courses that you take. Still got that class rocks for jocks for six. It's yeah. And (laughs) It's, you know, you take those dumb courses that are, are dumb, but you, and you only go half the semester because once you get past the, the midway point and you get cleared, you don't have to have, you don't worry about it because if you fail every class, you're on academic probation for the second semester and you're good to go. You go play. So you never have to go to class. It's the dirty little backup secret. plan. That's all. I mean, it's a college is a backup plan, but why would you go? I don't know. This is going to, um, I mean, college you know, basketball needs to pay attention to this really quickly because I think it's fascinating if you can pick and choose what teams you go to and this kid wants to come to Vegas and play for the ignite team, look, college offers a lot and I'm not downplaying college. The college experience is tremendous for certain kids, but for kids that just want to be basketball players, we haven't done the thing that I've been mm. preaching literally since I started in talk radio. I've talked about this and preached this, that there needs to be a, a major for basketball and football and lacrosse and baseball. You should be able to build your own major and major in the sport. So you get course credit for going to practice. You get course credit for playing 
the sport. You have to talk about money management. You talk about economics. Talk about different things that are going to help you, contract negotiations that will help you in your career of choice. But you're not being forced to take courses or declare yourself an English major and going and taking, you know, poetry 101. CBW just came in the chat with a good point. Mm -hmm. Can you get more money for going to a big school for NIL? Yes. Depending who you are. But yes, you could. I mean, so, I mean, according to the deals, to to according to the kid that just went from Michigan to, to, um, where did that kid, the, the big kid transfer to Kansas? Supposedly he got a million dollars. A million dollars. Yeah. Seven figure deal. What are we doing? I don't know if all this is bad, good or whatever, but my goodness gracious, that's kid wins a national championship for Kansas next year. You know? That's where Tyler had a good point here. It's pretty easy being a college athlete. It's less easy being a grown up. True. In Vegas, also, like you said, bring your parents. <laughs> oh. But again, if I don't have to play the game, if I don't have to worry about this and I don't have to, and I don't want to go to a college campus and I don't want to have, to have a college coach screaming at me. I mean, the G League here is just about development. It's wins and losses don't matter. It's just about getting your game right. Focus well, 24 hours a day. matter to the coaches, don't it? No, not in the G League. It doesn't. No, no, you're nah, not trying to about, get somewhere else. No, no, no. You're all about your player development. If you're developing the oh. player and playing the player right and getting them, you know, where they need to be, playing them the way that the team wants the game to be played, G League, okay. it's just, it's just like AAA baseball. Like AAA baseball doesn't matter wins and losses. It's about keeping the guys prepared and ready to go for the next level. How about I tell the AAA managers? Well, I mean, for the most part, you, know, you can lose every game if you're developing the team, the players the right way. I think that's the lower divisions. I think Either once or. you get one, one step away, you, I mean, the G League is the uh, developmental league, but it's double A baseball. Some, I mean, it's double A baseball, basically. Yeah, that's fine. It's, that's it's fine. all about all your top prospects. So are you getting yeah. better? Yes. Are you getting more ready for the league playing that than you are playing in the ACC or the Big 12? Yeah, because college basketball is played totally differently than the NBA. Fair. So the the NBA game is completely different than the college game. College game, you have a playbook. NBA, you've got three or four plays. High pick and roll, pick and pop. You know, it's not NBA. They don't run an intricate. Most of these offenses are not that intricate in the NBA. So like they like your basketball IQ to be high. You go to college, you play for a great college coach, you play for Bill Self, you play for someone, you know, Coach K who's retired by the time. You play for these legends. And then that guy can bless this pick by saying, Yeah, this kid's really good. You should draft him. But you don't have to go that route. You can just go play go play in the G League. They'll pay you a hundred thousand plus. Live in Vegas. Have fun. I would do it. I mean, if, if I had that talent and I had the option, it's, uh, you're going to be a multimillionaire in a year and you're going to make six figures living in Vegas as a, as a you teenager. Blow your knee out. Well, yeah, but you blow your knee out anywhere though. You blow your knee out playing college basketball too. Fair. And, and, and you're less in the other thing that people have said to me is that the reason why they're going this route more often is that there's less tape on you. So you're not being matched up against players you're going to be drafted with. So you can't have that comparison. So if you're dominating the G League, 
you don't have that negativity or that, you know, you didn't perform in the final four. When the bright lights came on, you froze. You don't have, you don't, you don't get exposed the same way as you might get exposed playing college basketball. Interesting. So it's a way of kind of hiding yourself a bit. While still putting the work in and getting better. Yeah. And getting paid. And the NBA paid. putting that six-figure tag on it is pretty wild. But the Ignite is they play at the Dollar Loan Center in Henderson off the strip. Which is great. a great building. I love gorgeous, that place. We've gone gorgeous building. times. I've, I, I, I love it. It's a really nice place to see a game. And right now, like if you ask most people in Vegas, did you know that there's a pro basketball team playing in Las Vegas that go, what are you talking about? Right. There is a pro basketball team yeah. playing here. Yeah. And now they've got the number two pick, the number two recruit for next year, going and playing, trying to become a lottery pick next year. So Ron Holland's the name to pay attention to. He's playing for the, he's, he's playing for the ignite. Um, quick bet, two bets. Yep. Just want to touch on this because it's, we'll meet up to the games, the game one in both the NBA and the Stanley cup. Does this bet games seem- aren't until tomorrow? We don't have to press all those. Right. Let's get well, game one's tomorrow, and then game game three, game one is Saturday. Saturday. So yeah, yeah, we got time. W- what do you make of this bet? So Fanduel has this up. Caleb Martin to score twenty five points or more in any game this series is only minus one fifteen. What should the price be? You say only. How many times is he going to score twenty five points in a game in this series? Just need to do it once, and it hits. Okay. What's he average? I think personally, I think this is an indication that the books think that I'm I'm right that Caleb Martin's going to go back to being Caleb Martin in this of series. Of course, that's what they're thinking. Yeah, he's not going to keep doing. <coughs> he's not going to keep doing what he did against Boston. This is this is not a this is not typical. Excuse me. They expect him to go back to being the guy that he that he was before the playoffs began. The guy that got cut by Charlotte that they'll actually have a game plan to stop him. He averaged 9.6 points per game in the regular season. Right. So he had a great series and an exploited matchup and did it. I I would say I would, I would make the no. the no the favorite. I would that's my point. I, I'm actually surprised that my 115 it's actually juiced to the over. Yeah. For the, well, no, for the it's record minus 115 both sides, right? Uh, no, he's minus, one, he's one, minus 115, minus 105. The the no is less? I think so, yeah. Expensive? At FanDuel, yeah. It's favored. Yes, it's favored. So he scored 26 in game seven against Boston. He scored 25 in game two against Boston. And then the next time, and then the previous time where he scored 25 points in a game, you have to go back. He didn't do it in the regular season. He never did it. That's unbelievable. He never scored 25 points in the regular season. So, I mean, <laughs> that's it's unreal. It's no- so crazy. <laughs> Excuse me. It's a no brainer that it would be favored under in our book. I would, I would make it, I I would make the no, just the favorite. And I let him bet me the yes. I don't know. It seems easy. Thank you guys for saying God bless you. And hi, yeah. Kendall. She's in the chat now. Nice. So yeah, I, I think this, this is at Fan, you go about this as Fando. I would bet, I would bet no, he does not score 25 points in any I game agree with you. of the NBA series. Uh, this is an awesome argument because it very well could lead to who wins the con Smythe. Kachuk against Jack Eichel. Better series. How are we measuring it? What's the measuring stick here? 
whatever you want to make it. Win the Conn Smythe, goals, performance, impact, points. Slight leaning Kachuk. Can Kachuk outplay Eichel and the Knights win the cup? Yes. Oh, really? Yes. Mm. Yeah. He's he's the guy that I think the Knights have to be the most concerned with because he is the straw that is stirring the drink. He's doing for the, everything. For the Panthers. He's doing everything. He's taking the, you know, the the runs and liberties that, you know, you need to do yeah. in the playoffs. He's scoring the goals. He's still the second choice to win a con smite behind Bobrovsky. So yeah. And he was leading Bobrovsky for a while. Eichel needs to be the best Golden Knight player on the ice. No, in the, in this for them series. to win it, I think so. He's uh, got to be. I, I think. Impactful. I think. I think Aiden Hill needs to be the best player on the ice for the Golden Knights. I don't know it. because the shots don't get to him. If the Knights are playing well defensively, Aiden Hill doesn't do very much. Shots don't Aiden get Hill there. Better be the the best Knight. I don't, I disagree with that. I, I think Eichel needs to be the best knight because Hill can just be Aiden Hill, just stand there and be a brick wall, be huge or a big dude. Six five, it's huge. It's Eichel's playmaking that has to continue. He's got to keep. He didn't just score, but he needs to be a playmaker. Right. Oh, no doubt about that. No got to get his guys easy goals. Got to get his guys easy looks. Win faceoffs, do a good job for, for all the little things that you need to do to win. Don't need him scoring hat tricks, but I need him to do what he did against Dallas, which was he was an awesome playmaker against Dallas. Controlled the puck and controlled the pace so well. Um, literally watched a guy who was in positions with other team, you know, with Buffalo that he never was able to get to this level. Mm-hmm. It was fun to see him kind of just grow up in mm-hmm. that spot. Here's the big stage. This is your shot. You can get to go to Stanley Cup final. And he owned it. I mean, he was great. So I still think it's Hill, though. Hill, Hill's the key to the whole series. It's going to be wild if he's if he's good. All right. got to get this Al Pacino. Time for the Omaha State this sharing. Is, this is <laughs> All right. It's... This speaks to summer, is FYI. I love when you do this. Like, I didn't hear about this at all until we did the show. People ask me, why do I do the show? I said, well, one, because I love talking to Peralta every day. Two, the show's good. But three, hits me with stories like this in the searing hot take of the day. People buy the meat. We'll give you some information on our friends from Omaha Steaks here in just one second. But this came out from TMZ this morning. Al Pacino, 83 years young. 83 has knocked up his 29 year old girlfriend. My man's still doing it. How about what that? Is, what is the oldest age you would be willing to have a child? Man, it ain't fair. And I, I see you can't be having them that old, but I mean, I guess it's just, you could say that who your dad was. I want to be around for the kid. I mean, I'm, I'm you know, Kendall's in the chat right now. I want to be right. around every day for her for a long, long time. 83. <laughs> 83 people. You're, you're both in diapers. <laughs> you, can, you can relate to the kid really easily. <laughs> it's great. 
I mean, it's it's too much, man. I see me. This is. <laughs> I saw this. I was like, "Have you seen Al lately?" By the way, have you seen what Pacino looks like? Not recently. No. Al is looking. He's looking rough, man. Beat up. This is not Al Pacino from Scarface. This is not you know the typical Michael Corleone. This is not the. Yeah, this is not Michael Corleone. This, this, this is not this even is, a coach. In, no, this in is any like, given Sunday. This is Meet the Falkers type of stuff. Like oh, this no, is really old, it's old bad, <laughs> like. Oh, no. Things aren't things aren't processing all that well. I watched a, a very interesting interview with him. He was on a stage and like he, he he's got so many stories. And just listening to the guy talk is incredible. And he, he's still with it, obviously. But like my goodness, eighty three years old. Now I'm calling foul on this man. This is this is like what's going on? Why aren't you snipped for one thing at eighty three? Come on, bro. Hoo ha! Seriously, a woman. I mean, that no. Was, that's like vasectomy doctors need to be like, you know, okay, Al, like, like, come on, man. Like, let's just go, let's figure this out. Like, come on now. Like, you don't need to be doing this. Aside from the fact that he's dating a 29 year old at 83, which is creepy as all hell. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get it. What do you, you mean? She's got a, she's now set for the rest of I her understand. life. I understand what she's doing, but like, ain't no one around Al to say, Al, not for you. No title shots, no more. That's it. We don't need this, Al. You don't need this in your life. Al says, what do you mean? Yeah, what do you mean? She's 29. I'm 83. Yes, I do. I can still do it. Right. (laughs) But like, like, come on. I'm still me. I'm still going. I'm not going anywhere. I'm here. this in the casino all the time. Really? The guys would come up with the woman on their arm and make bets, and they had money. And I'd be looking at them like, are you under duress? Seriously, right. is this, is, are, <laughs> are you, you okay? Like, you need help right now. Blink twice I went to a wedding something. in Vegas where my man, and I genuinely care for this guy named Skip, invited me to his wedding. And I stopped him the day before. I said, I don't think you should do this. He said, what do you mean? I said, I'm not sure about this. This woman played in the lingerie football league. No, she doesn't. <laughs> I went to the game. Remember that? I went and I was like, Skip, you're in your mid 60s. She's 30. This is not, this is, but he had never been married, thought he was in love, didn't last a year. No, shocker. She tried to take everything he of had. Course. Of everything course. Everything he had. Yes. Oh, it's bad, bad. She's eight months pregnant, by the way. This woman? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Kid will be here next month. <laughs> My goodness gracious. That's Wrong on so many levels. Today. <laughs> Wrong on so many levels. And I love Al Pacino. I have an autographed Al Pacino poster right behind me in this on the other side of this wall. You do? Yes. I love Al. I love him to death. Me too. I, I, I don't even know what but, I would say. <laughs> Bravo. <laughs> See, you give him a high five. You give him a fist bump like, ow. All I mean, I'm thinking about is the diaper comment. That was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> that's a problem. Diapers are expensive. Now we got to get five twos. But, but it's those out. adult ones. I mean, I had a, I, I did it with my dad for a year. <laughs> it's just not easy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll end our sports grid portion of the program before we let the sports grid go with this question. <laughs> so 
the Illinois legislature <laughs> has passed a, a new bill in which they are going to allow convicted felons to work in casinos. What could go now, wrong with this? Let's just take a step back for a second and just talk about why they were doing this. Okay. They did this because they are running out of people to work in casinos in Illinois. Nobody wants to work there. So hard first, job, man. My first question would be, why does no one want to work in the casinos in Illinois? <laughs> That'd be my first question. It ain't an easy job and it's underpaid. Those are the first two. So then why can't you just pay more then to make it less? Great question, Pete. Make They're less asking difficult. themselves that right now here in Las Vegas. A lot of people are used to a certain level of service. Yes. They're not getting it here in casinos. Well, because they're automating. They're automating everything. <laughs> they're automating everything. So and there's no the counters. Aren't there's not a lot of um there's not a lot of like glory in working like Fair. in a casino. It's a lot oh, of yeah. and people after COVID. I mean ha, right. Everything's changed. Like it's one, it used to be fun. Like I loved working in the book. Mm -hmm. Just being in a casino, the vibe, the whole scene, and it, you know, but there's a lot of things that people don't like. So a lot of people aren't taking those jobs. So they opened it up to this. What could go wrong? <laughs> this is the, the second point is wow. So we're going to let somebody who's been involved in armed robbery, someone who's been involved in violent crime, like this is not good. It's, it's, I mean, you got to give these people opportunities and jobs like the, you believe do. me, I know a lot of convicted felons. It's tough to go on with your life after that. Right. You know, you need a second chance. So maybe working in a casino will be that. I mean, I learned to work in the casino where every second that you're on that property, unless mm -hmm. you go to the bathroom, you're being watched. Oh, yeah. Listened to, monitored. They may be model employees. They may be grateful for the job. Right. True. They Fair. Do a good job. So I'm thinking of it in terms of the positive. Now, you have to acknowledge the negative <laughs> because we're in a casino. We see it here every day. There's literally a black book of guys and girls who figured out how to scam, skim do things to beat the casino out of money. Where would a lot of those people maybe end up or come from? <laughs> or be influenced Why? by others? A bunch of, just, <laughs> you know, just, just happen to be yeah, maybe. passing by and, oh, Jimmy, hey, so when does the cage go and have their shift change? Oh, so when does the rolling pile of money come by every day on the clock? Like I used to say this all the time in the moment when I was in the palms, you guys brought money in to open the book every yes. morning every at morning. the same time, every time. And the two dudes that were in charge couldn't catch me if I broke both my legs. <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. So I was going like, if I sat here every day, which I have for over two years, and I know this is on the clockwork that 845, you guys are rolling anywhere from 100,000 on dollars in mm -hmm. a little rolling thing. 
and I got Jim and John who are both 60, who are looking at the screens, who aren't paying attention because the money's insured. Oh, so absolutely. So it, oh. it doesn't really matter. As I learned later, they encourage, they tell the, the guys, don't fight, give it to them. <laughs> just give them the money. They come in, just give it to them. Money's insured. Don't worry about it. We'll catch them because they feel very good about their security and very good about their ability to catch people who rob them. So I opened that, the book for years. I was the opener. Once I, right? uh, I was at the gold nugget. I was the opener. And then I was the opener for a long time at the M. I, at the M I carried a bag. I didn't even push a cart. I just threw all the money. I went to the cage behind the, the, the security door they gave me the opening deposit, opening bank, whatever. I ran it, counted it, put it in a bag with a how much, zip. How much was it normally? Oh, the first couple of years, it was a half a million dollars. We <laughs> were bag. taking a lot. Of, it was, yeah, it was just, you know, between chips and cash was a half a million. And I'd walk over with two people who combined age was like probably 125, <laughs> maybe. Right. Yeah. I'm saying, I mean, that's a pretty good number. And I would say all the time, because other books were getting hit, what do I do if somebody comes? They're like, throw the bag at them. Absolutely. I wasn't, oh, listen, I wasn't going to resist. Here you go. Be on your way. You know, they'll figure out how to cut the bag because it had a lock, you know, a sealed lock. Right. So they probably would have had to either pick it or cut the bag and get the cash. But it's absolutely insured. So... I, Listen, that routine, there was books getting hit all the time. You don't see it nearly as much now or you don't hear about it, but it's not hard to do, P-Roll. And they get caught. I mean, because they keep on doing it. Like the, the guy That's that knocked, the problem. You the can do it once over. and probably get away. They Then they do it they once and they go, oh, that was easy. We'll do that again. We'll just go to a different place and do it. And they <laughs> Set do up it and do two it. or three times and then they get caught. Everybody gets greedy. Can't be greedy. <laughs> I don't know. I'd be very curious to watch this. If other states will follow suit with this, if it goes badly, nobody will follow suit. But if it's okay, you may see others follow suit and potentially Boy. open it up as, as well for you guys who are on sports. Great. Thank you so much. Once again, real quick, if you are looking to come to Vegas and you want to enter into the contest to win a two night stay here at circus sports, June 8th, June 9th, it's next week. Friday, we'll pull the name. We'll remind you guys, but today, tomorrow and Friday, three day contest for this. You guys must one subscribe to our YouTube channel at Boston versus the book on YouTube. Tag us on Twitter. Circus Sports on Twitter at Boston versus the book and at Circus Sports hashtag BVB Brigade, and then email us that you are indeed coming. That we give you the trip, you will pay for an airfare for flights, and you will come here to Vegas to be a part of this. We will give you transportation from the airport and passes for you and a guest Thursday and Friday. The stadium swim. Ask the BVB at gmail.com. If you guys live on YouTube and Twitter, don't move. Time for bonus time. All righty, we go into better or book it here. What is that sound effect? That is that is that a slot machine? What is that? Yes, slot machine. Yes, sounds like Pac Man to me. I don't know why. Oh, I can hear the I can hear that. Yeah, I can hear the video game. It's not Pac Man, but it's it's it's, it's the sound effect. Video game, something. It's a sound effect for a slot machine. It's a jackpot winning slot machine, is what I pulled. Bear Mallings just came in the chat and said he's going to be at Circa, working. No, or there. He's coming to hang out. 
Good boy. Nice job. Let's go. Yeah. Let's have some fun. Bears got stories too. Working in the oh, casino. Oh, he does in the pit. Oh, yes, he does. <laughs> so we have Bear, Mikey, Awesome, Sonic, Tyler. Sonic's coming up for sure. You got you got no, did, confirmation. Did I say Sonic? Sorry, I didn't mean to say Sonic. Sonic. He, he he hasn't confirmed it. Tyler Mikey, has. Awesome, SoCal. Yeah, Two Tyler. Sure. Tyler's coming. Bear. Bear's going to be there. Uh, who else is talking? I don't know. Chef Benny's putting in. He's trying to do all the he's tags trying. and everything right now. He's in Las Vegas. She's going to be there. She's coming. Yep, she'll be there. Excellent. She's, she's staying at Circa. She's like, yeah, she's going to. Oh, go. she's trying to do like a million things for us. And I'm trying to figure out how we how we can help. But she wants to do like eight thousand things with us. She wants like a sit down, like a mafia style sit down with me and you to go over all of her ideas. <laughs> she has, she has many ideas. I can't wait for this. Yeah. So she's, she's, she'll be there for sure. Okay. A vet. You're a vet said she's coming in. She bought the flight. She said she's coming in. Elvet is coming. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Gracious. So I think, so she's coming. Uh, oh, this thing could get crazy, bro. Oh, it's going to be super fun. Is it? This is, as I said, we've never had a meetup this more, this much laid up. We've never had this much time to really tell people what we're doing and then have a trip giveaway and a contest and everything else. So yeah, it should be, oh, it's, it's going to be fun. Fantastic. All right. Better to book it. I only have two bets for you today. So this will be pretty quick. Let's go. Red Sox have become the number one team at home in Major League Baseball to an over 9-8 last night. The final, the Reds hit a grand slam. I had the Reds. They hung on. That was, a, that was a ridiculous sweat. I was like, I was cruising. I was on the shows, and I was yep. like, oh, this is one of the best bets I've made in a while. I wore the Red City Connect stuff. I was going to wear it today to jag you, but I said I'm wearing the Pirate oh, stuff. that's fine. Yeah. Um, And then the game, I got to the to the ball game and the guy was like, Oh, they won nine, eight. I was like, what? Yeah. They had to hold on. It got scary. Got five, scored five runs in the ninth, <laughs> five, nine, five runs in the bottom of the ninth inning. I'm going back to the over, over 10 Red Sox and the red and the reds tonight. Better to book it. Oh. Breaking news. Addison asked his wife and she said, yes, Addison is coming. Uh Oh, confirmation. See? He's okay. there. Another. He said, get him a room key. He'll be there. Oh, mm. boy. Chef Benny's coming. What's happening? For sure. For I sure. Don't know. I'm watching the I Just look down at the chat. Chef Benny's coming now. Oh, my. This is going to be fantastic. Red Sox over. Yes. 10. What's the yeah. price? Hold on. Let's yeah, minus, double minus check. 115 last night. Oh, the boy. Time. Not expensive. Mmm. Big move to the under P Rolt. Really? Yeah, it's 10 at circa. Yeah, that's where I bet it. 10 over 20 there. Everywhere else is 10 and a half under. Now it's juiced. Oh, 10 and a half okay. under. 10 and a half. Yeah. It's not so big, we're good. Not, we're, not a big we're move good to over. the under. We're good yeah. over. That's it's fine. not a big move to the under. It's just a move that's fine. up to 10 and a half and then bet the under. Okay. I, I think high scoring game. And then finally, right. Brave run line. They're. They're beating the A's today. <laughs> this can't happen. It can't, it can't, it can't happen. Can't lose. Can't, can't get swept by the Oakland A's. Can't get swept by the Oakland A's. <laughs> Playoff championship caliber team. Come on. Okay. Bro. What are we doing? All right. We'll do it. This is this is going to hurt <laughs> a lot. It's 0-0 zero, zero in the third right now. Is it really? I mean, what is going zero, on? 0-0 zero in the third. What, what's the race score? 
They had a two-run two, home two run. Two in the seventh. Oh, my goodness. I, I didn't bet that because I was like, I'm not getting burned by that. The two Cubs two sweeping the Rays and the A's <laughs> sweeping the Braves. Big it's baseball. <laughs> that's baseball right there. That's 100%. Baseball, that is Betty, why baseball bro. is the biggest yep. mind fuck ever. <laughs> it just doesn't make a lick of damn sense, man. Yeah. Does not make any sense. Right. Baseball that's, in May and June. Goodness know, no, gracious. This, this, is, this is summertime. This is what we got to do now. Favorite so. thing about today is what? Uh, well, our little meeting before to determine how we're going to have people come here and stay at Circa and enjoy the show in person and hang out with us and, and all this stuff. That was by far of the calls that I had this morning. That was number one. That was that 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 was my favorite thing about today so far, um, and now we're going to make plans to make sure that. Um, my geez, God, so, Sonic is Sonic is asking if we want specialized stuff for the show live show. He'll make special graphics and special special sweepers for the show. This guy's unbelievable. Thank it you, really Sonic. It's amazing. Yeah. Oh, I, I just got two texts that said if we need an extra set of hands to let them know, um, we're gonna you know, to help us either get stuff there and we're going to, we're going to figure this all out, but this is great. We got to, we got to three days to, to look see at the Chef Benny. Chef, Chef, Chef Benny did the, did, did the tweet. I'm looking at all the tweets now. we got a bunch of tweets already. Oh, I haven't looked yet. I'm going to wait good. after the show. Thank you so guys. Appreciate awesome that stuff. Yeah. Keep it going. <laughs> Hopefully someone from Circa reaches out to us right. and goes, what did you guys do? <laughs> right. Why does everybody keep tagging us? By the way, the Cheese It Bowl is, has now been rebranded the Pop Tarts Bowl. Pop Tarts? <laughs> the Pop Tarts Bowl. That's a great idea. It is. Who doesn't like Pop Tarts? Oh, my. That's the fantastic. Pop, the Pop Tarts Bowl. Yeah. I like it. I like it. But yeah, the best thing about today is the giveaway, the get together, the live shows, June 8th and 9th. Yeah. And um, also, Joe C. Myers. Also, my favorite thing about today. Um, because he's doing a hell of a job trying to keep track of this. He's losing steam with the units. He can't keep track of the units. Apparently, Joe C can do a lot of things, but he can't do math. And he's relying on you to do the units, <laughs> which is coming. terrible. By the way, Goroff just texted me. He's coming. Oh. So we forgot to mention him. He'd be there both days. Lastly, <laughs> favorite thing about today. Goroff, I can't wait to see you. One, one star, star Goroff. One star Goroff. <laughs> Is is the J.P. Crawford oh. hop is Kendall's and Kendall required me to say that she's my favorite thing about today. Aww. Kendall, you are my favorite thing about every day. Oh, that's very sweet. That that's very nice. If you yeah, want to come for, on the show right now, Kendall, you can come on and say hi. Yes, yeah, come on, Matt, in the audience. If Madeline you Madeline like. made an appearance yesterday, come on yeah. over. Yeah. She was. Um, Mikey also made it her ripping my hat off yesterday into a meme. Ooh. And so it was, she asked me, really? she said, if you tweet that out and that goes viral, I want half the money you get for it. I was like, that's not how this works, Madeline. But okay, I, I appreciate the entrepreneurial spirit you're going to come up with. That you want, because she was, um, she's like, well, I did it. I'm the one that pulled the hat off. So I'm the one that made the meme. I'm like, okay, yeah. All right. We're going to have to talk to her agent. This is getting <laughs> ridiculous already. So you know how this is going to go. I was like, oh, okay, okay. That's, 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 that's you know, I, I see it. Um, for, for me, this is the end of May. It's the last day of May. Tomorrow we go into June and it, we officially get into the summer. So like 
this is my favorite thing about today is that we are about to enter into a very fun and very cool part of the year because as I said earlier, this is hype. June is not nearly as hyped as July, but we're starting to like pick those things together and you start to, to see activity because August, September is so fun in our industry. Like we work all year for basically August, September, and October. Like those three months are just such a crazy fun time, whether it be the million contest or the survivor contest, or whether it be different contests around the country, the games, the bets, the plays, the futures, the win totals, everything else that we're going to get into, everything changes. And so we're through, we're almost through the nuclear winter, which is April, May, June. We're almost through it. <laughs> and then we get to July, 4th of July, and it's football season. That's my favorite thing about today. I don't know what the hell we're doing the rest of the time. I, I think we're working all year round. It's, it's, we are. It's icing but, on the cake is September, October. It is. No, it is the cake. No, uh, it is the cake. The cake, <laughs> is, is the, the cake is the work every day. It is. But the, and people the that are talking to us, they need to know we need to talk now. I don't want to wait until August. <laughs> no, stop. There is a we're getting ready for no. football. We're ready for football now. Now I'm ready now. I mean, it, ready right now. July 5th is fo- I fly back from Boston. July 5th, football season. Oh, 30 teams and 30 shows starts on the July week 5th. after. The week after. The week after. Why does it start that week? Doesn't start that week. It's all star break. There's stuff going on. We'll start the week after that. Uh, Leave right. us enough time. You have all the college teams you got to get into. So many this college year, USC with Caleb Caleb Williams, the quarterback, and all the, I mean, it's going to be bonkers. So many good things going on. Nebraska playing at Colorado. Secondary ticket, by the way, if you want to go to Nebraska, Colorado, it's five hundred to get into the game. Come on, five hundred to watch Stop. Dion play Nebraska. That's. Zero chance of that happening. We were entertaining going to see that in person. There's no. Oh, I'm I, I'm I'm supposed to go. I mean, I got tickets. I got I got people. I got all. I'm supposed to be there. I mean, I may be there. I may very well go to that game. So I'm not paying for that. But I'm not buying. But they got tickets in Nebraska. People, you know, all my Omaha people, and we got Iowa and Creighton. Like that, that has to happen. Like I, I our first road trip. That has got to be the trip that we're taking. Of all the road trips to put BVB on the road. That's the game we have to go to. Iowa Creighton in November in Omaha. So that's, that that's going to be number one. Penn State might be number two, depending on what we do with 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 number two or number one rather, and then that could be number two. Okay, because Penn State that game is in September, so that might be the first trip. But that November trip has that's got too many fun things. We'll have a ball. Your daughter will come. She'll want to come in. Everyone will come. Oh, boy. It'll we're be awesome. Have to clear this with mama. Kendall, <laughs> we're going to have to clear this with your mother. That's she's going to go for that. Yeah, she should be. She should be Let's right. get to tomorrow first. Yeah, please. we'll do that. Okay, guys. Again, finally, just to remind everybody, enter into the contest to win. Oh, oh, Subscribe oh, to this YouTube channel. Important. Oh, Tweets oh. at Circus Sports, at Boston versus the book. Hashtag BVB. Brigade, doesn't matter what you tweet, just tweet and then tag those three things. And then email askthebvb at gmail.com to tell us you if you win, you will be a part of this and you will come. Okay. It's very important that we have to, we're not going to give this away to somebody who doesn't want to or can't be here. Okay. It's very important that you use this trip. Again, two nights stay at the Circa Resort, 
transportation from the airport to Circa and two passes for you and a guest Thursday and Friday to Stadium Swim to be a part of us in the cabana on Thursday and Friday. Dave and Matt back tomorrow for a Thursday's BVB. We're out.